0: Good morning, class. Good morning. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. We welcome you to Faith School. Uh, faith School is the place where our spirit is fed and our faith grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers because that's God's will and plan in this life that we not be defeated, that we not be overcome but that we are we we live out what he has made us to be overcomers more than conquerors and uh, the lord knows what you're dealing with today and what's going on in your life it's no shock and no surprise to him and he has already put in place what you and I need to overcome it and to come out victorious and so uh, faith school can be a part of that equipping Uh, to get your spirit built up. You know, when it seems, when things seem too hard and when uh, what you need seems too far out of reach or impossible, it's not that it's so big and impossible. It's just that your faith is weak. But the good news about that is that it can be fed. Uh, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And so, uh, just like you uh, will eat food today in all likelihood, uh, your spirit needs to be fed. Not just fed people's theories and ideas and opinions, but fed the anointed living Word of the Lord. The Bible says we're nourished up in the words of faith. And so that's what we're believing for. We're believing for that to happen for you, for all of us right now today. We've saved you a seat right here in the front, real close to me, so I can see and check, you, make sure you're you're getting this. So get your Bible, get something to take notes on, come right on in, and let's pray and release faith that we get exactly what we're supposed to today. Father, in Jesus' name, all of us, uh, uh, the, the faith school class all over the world, we agree together as touching this and asking you for the anointing, for the manifestation of the great teacher, the Holy Spirit, and that we would speak as the oracles of God and that we would hear with the anointing on our ears and our hearts and our minds that we would understand. Grant us today, Lord, answers and help uh, what you know we need right now. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. If you would turn in the great textbook, To Hebrews, the 10th chapter. And uh, on the last uh, previous two weeks, if you've been uh, uh, joining us, you know we've been on this subject we're calling By Faith. It's a great study of this uh, 11th chapter of Hebrews, and you'll find that so many of these verses begin with By Faith. By Faith, Abel, by Faith, Enoch. By faith, Abraham, by faith, Noah, by faith, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, the list goes on. And we're told that all these great things that happened in their life, it happened by faith. That's how it happened. And God hasn't changed, that's how great things happen in our life today. And the reason this is given to us is not just so we can ooh and ah about how great things happened for them way back when, but so we can learn how they got it, do what they did, and get similar results today. If you look in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verse 35, Hebrews 10, 35, and this was not written originally in chapter and verse. This all flows together into the 11th chapter. It says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Now, you'll find that just a little bit later in verse 6 of chapter 11, he says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. And you'll see numerous references in chapter 11 to God being pleased with their faith. So he's already talking about that here in the end of chapter 10. Uh, the just will live how? By faith. And if, uh, if we don't live by faith, which is characterized by a drawing back, then the Lord wouldn't be pleased with us. He's not pleased. He has no pleasure in him that pulls back, draws back. You know, there's a a, a misconception, a wrong idea among much of Christianity, church-going people, in that, um, you know, pulling back and, and, and being timid, which is actually being fearful and saying, oh, no, you know, I, I don't deserve it. Uh, I'm not worthy uh, and, and pulling back and, and, and trying to wait, you know, on God to just notice you that somehow that pleases God, that that is uh, a humility that pleases him. And that's just simply not true. Uh, it is true that we haven't earned the blessings and we don't deserve them by our merits But it doesn't please him for us to pull back and cower and and hide. One definition of that drawing back says to to shrink back until you're no longer seen. (laughs) Um, And you'll see that Peter did this in the boat with Jesus when they had that great catch of fishes. And uh, when he saw that miracle and the nets full and breaking, he said, Lord, you know, depart from me because I'm a sinful man. Now, you know, this is one of the greatest days of Peter's life. Maybe the greatest day of his life thus far. He's met the master. He's heard the most amazing words he's ever heard. He's seen a sign and wonder miracle, and he wants the Lord to go away. He wants to get away from him. No, that's sin consciousness, and it causes you to draw back and fear. The Lord didn't want that. That doesn't please him because it also hinders him from blessing us. But righteousness, consciousness causes you to be bold and draw near. And that's what the Lord wants us to do is not pull back, but step up. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. He said, come, come right on in, come right on up. Not because you've earned it or deserve it, but because I've invited you and I've made you worthy and made you holy and made you able to receive it. So God's not going to be pleased with us pulling back and being timid and fearful, but with us stepping up, being bold, stepping out, laying hold. Anybody remember the scripture in 1 Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. The next two words say, lay hold. Lay hold. Everybody say, lay hold. Lay hold. hold. Now let's keep reading. He said, verse 39, we're not of them who draw back unto perdition or destruction, but we're of them who believe, that believe to the saving of the soul. Let's make that confession with this verse right here. Say it out loud, we are not not. of those who draw back to destruction. destruction. We're of those That believe to full salvation to the saving of the soul. Now, again, this wasn't written in chapter and verse. It goes right into chapter 11, verse 1. He was talking about faith. That's how we're going to please God. And he said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report, a good report. And you see that he keeps referring to that, this good report or this testimony in the next several verses. In fact, uh, in verse 2, by faith the elders obtained a good report. In the very end of the chapter, verse 39, he says, all these having obtained a good report through faith, a good report, and so he's talking about the witness uh, that's given from God to faith. The Lord actually testifies to His people's faith. Now this is a very big thing. Why? Because it pleases Him. Let's keep reading and you'll see this, this, this thought is going to be recurring throughout this chapter. Verse 2, By it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Uh, Verse 4, By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness. And this is the same idea as report. Some of the same words. Uh, He, Abel, Obtained witness that he was righteous. Who's giving testimony? The very next phrase says, God, (laughs) testifying of his gifts, and by it, by Abel's faith and by his faith gift, he uh, yet speaks. What, and and, excuse me, uh, verse 5 continues with the thought, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony, testimony, that he pleased God. Can you see this thought throughout the pleasing God and the testimony? all oh, the report it keeps coming up and verse this this leads up to the famous verse 6 the well-known verse 6 i should say but without faith it's impossible to please him for he that comes to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him so faith pleases our god our father So much so that he personally testifies about it. (laughs) And what is happening in this entire 11th chapter is God testifying to his people's faith, holding up the faith of Abraham, Moses, Joseph, etc., holding up Sarah, holding up their faith as an example for us to follow, holding up their faith and saying, I'm pleased with this. God testifying of their faith. Now, I know this, this sounds big, and it is, but you know, God has this planned for us as well. He has planned that uh, to testify to our faith. He's planned. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> well, if, if faith is this big a deal to the Lord, it should be a big deal to us. It should be important to us. Listen to 1 uh, Peter 1.7. They'll put it on the, the board for us. 1 Peter 1.7 says that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found to what? unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. What might be found unto praise, honor, and glory when the Lord appears? Our faith. Can you say amen? Amen. Our faith. And so uh, uh, this is something that if we walk by faith, we can look forward to in time to come that the Lord is going to call out how we trusted Him, and how we believed Him, and He is going to praise your faith. <laughs> Somebody say, wow, wow. <laughs> glory to God. <laughs> Listen to 1 Corinthians 4 and 5. First Corinthians 4 verse 5 says, Therefore judge nothing before the time, until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. And then shall every man have praise of God. <laughs> praise of God. Now, we're familiar with the concept of us praising Him. <laughs> but Him praising us, wow, that's a, that's a different idea. And yet, He's a Father. And uh, any of you who have uh, children, and grandchildren or great-grandchildren. I mean, if your child does well, is that a foreign concept to you that you might praise them? (laughs) That you might say, good job. Good job, son. Good job, daughter. Man, that was great. You did such a good job on that. Well, our Father is going to do that for us, not just for anything we might say or do, but for our faith that which is real faith, He is going to acknowledge and praise. He bears witness. He bears testimony to our faith. Somebody say, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. If you In that 11th chapter, if you just look down to uh, the 12th chapter, the beginning of the 12th chapter, all this goes together, you know, chapter 10, 11, and 12, it wasn't written in chapter and verse. These thoughts or a continuation. He said, uh, after talking about all these individuals in chapter 11, verse 1 of chapter 12 is a summation. He said, Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of what? (laughs) Witnesses. Well, what do witnesses do? They testify. Witnesses testify, or they give a report. A witness could testify of something bad or something good. And here, we know all this is talking about a good report, a good witness, a good testimony. Seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. who's he talking about? He's talking about all these people he just mentioned. The ancients, the patriarchs, the elders, and... uh, this is something we need to be aware of. The Bible said if you've, if you've been risen with Christ, set your, your affections, set your mind and thoughts on things above, not on things beneath. Uh, we are a part of God's eternal family. And all these individuals we're reading about, they're not just used to be, they are. They are alive and well, <laughs> not in the flesh but out of the flesh and with the Lord. And uh, one of these days you and I are going to slip out of here. Uh, if the Lord comes beforehand, that'll be great. But if not, if he tarries just a tiny little bit his time, we'll be, we'll be out of here and you will get to meet all these people. <laughs> and the, the great thing about it, we'll have plenty of time <laughs> to meet everybody and spend time with everybody eventually. And uh, you're going to like Abraham. You're going to like hanging out some with Joseph. You're going, you're going to like spending some time with David. You're going to enjoy this so much. And uh, we're going to find out that we have relatives there that go back for generations that we never knew about, had no idea. And we'll meet people when we get there, and they'll come and want to hug us. and. And, and, and we'll go, hi, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> and I'm your great, 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 great uncle. And I've been watching your progress. And I've been so pleased that uh, you're one of us. Hallelujah. <laughs> and let me take you on a tour up here and show you some things. Uh, right now, we have uh, this cloud of witnesses rooting for us. And what did God praise them for? Their faith. And what are they rooting for us to do? Run with patience the race that's set before us. Can you see this? Running this race. What kind of race is it? Well, what has he, he been talking about for the past two chapters? Faith. It's a faith race. You can see it. Let me, let me just read the whole thing. He said, uh, seeing we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience, or perseverance, the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith." Oh, somebody say, praise God. They lived their life and ran their faith race, and that's behind them now. We are on the track right now. (laughs) The baton has been handed to us (laughs) and we're doing our leg. And it's not a sprint. It's an endurance race. And uh, uh, the thing is to not be moved by what you feel and see, not allow yourself to be discouraged are despondent, are despairing, not believe lies and backslide and pull away from God, not quit your call or your ministry or the things you can do in the church and for the people of God, but to be steady, 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 picking them up and putting them down. We're not just trying to beat the clock. We're just in this thing for the long haul. And we set our pace And we don't give up. We don't quit. We think about the master of faith. Hallelujah. The perfect example of faith, how he ran his race and always pleased the Father every day of his life. Somebody say, me too. Me too. Is is the master our hero? (laughs) Is he our perfect example? And that's who we're following. And notice he said, let's run this race. With perseverance that set before us this faith race. Well, let's go back to the beginning of this 11th chapter and uh, learn how to do it, how to uh, live this faith life, how to run this faith race. They experienced miraculous things. Some of them were much more spectacular than others. You know, a thing doesn't have to be spectacular to be uh, of even greater importance. What pleases God is the big thing, the main thing. You know, if we, the scripture said, Jesus said, if you, if you gain the whole world and you lose your own soul, uh, what did it benefit you? What did it profit you? In other words, What did your whole life accomplish? I mean, your your name might have been on the billboards, your face on the magazines. You might have been the richest, the biggest, the most powerful, whatever. But our life is a vapor. It's here, then it's gone. And if millennia from now, God doesn't approve of you, nobody will know you. You, Nobody will care or remember anything. Your life will be a blip (laughs) that have come and gone. But anything... That pleased God is eternally remembered and rewarded. And every day can count into eternity if we please God during that day. How many want to please God today? Huh? Come on, I'm, I'm looking at you, class, all over the world. Huh? How many of these guys want to please God? <laughs> I want to please God. Jesus said, I always do those things that please Him. What do we know? Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. So what do we know Jesus is doing every day of His life? He's waking up in faith. He's praying in faith. He's going where He's going in faith. He's preaching in faith. He's ministering in faith. He's laying hands on people in faith. Come on, can you see this? Everything He's doing is pleasing God. Without faith, It's impossible to please Him. That's the same word that's used to describe it's impossible for God to lie. That means no way, no how can you please Him. Oh, but if it's done in faith, here's the thing. If it's done in faith, even before you see results, God is pleased. Anybody remember the scripture in Matthew 4? It's also recorded in Luke where Jesus, you know, was baptized in the River Jordan. And then when he came up out of the water, uh, this Bible said the heavens were open to him. He saw the Holy Spirit in a bodily shape and form as a dove coming down and and came on him. Anybody remember what what words the Father spoke to him during that time? Uh, You are my beloved son. Uh, Some word it just a little bit differently. This is my beloved son in whom I am what? Well, Well- Pleased. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Let me remind you at this point in Jesus' life and ministry, there have been no miracles, no healings, no deliverances, no great message preached to great crowds, no people raised from the dead. Are you with me? How is God pleased? When none of these things have happened yet. He hasn't gone to the cross yet. He hasn't endured, you know, taking our place and being scourged and all that. None of that's happened. And yet the Father says, I'm pleased with him right now. How could that be? Because what pleases God? Faith. And he, the Lord's looking at the heart and the master is in faith right now. He's been living by faith all his childhood and all his teenage years. He's been living by faith as a young adult. He's in faith already that he's going to be able to accomplish everything that he's down here to accomplish. He's in faith that he will fulfill the Father's will and accomplish our redemption. And before any of it manifested, the Father is pleased with him. Oh, friend, this is good news. I mean, if you're believing for your healing but you still got a lot of symptoms of pain and discomfort, don't let that move you. If you're really in faith about your healing, if you're calling your body healed and standing on the word, God is pleased with you right now before you feel any better. Of course, he'll be happy when you feel better too, but you don't have to have the symptoms leave. You don't have to see the external results for him to be pleased. If you're in faith about your financial needs being met, uh, even though you got bills piled up on your table and you don't know where it's going to come from, you don't have to wait till the money's in your hand or in your account for God to say, Oh, I'm pleased now, there's the money. No, that's not what pleases Him. He's looking at the heart. And if you're in faith, resting and trusting in Him right now, He's pleased with you right now. He's pleased with what you're doing uh, before you see any funds, any money come in. Somebody say, thank you, Father. Glory to God. Isn't it wonderful to know we don't have to uh, demonstrate perfect performance to please the Lord. We we don't have to get uh, results in this natural physical world before the Lord is pleased. What pleases Him? Come on, help me out. What pleases Him? Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. But with faith, it's possible to please Him before any results are evident. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Back to verse uh, two here. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. Abel was testified. God testified of his gifts. Enoch, God testified that he was pleased with him. And he'll do the same with us. Well, praise God, our time's already up on our class today. I trust that your spirit's being fed along these lines. Let's make our confession. How do we live? We live by faith. We walk by faith. We overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. Praise God.